Hello and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. This is Dr. Wendy Corin. This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And today's podcast is something that's going to affect all of us. And it's been I, affecting us lately. It's been affecting us a lot <laughs> lately, and it is equally important for you as a human for how you deal with your horse, for how you deal with your dog, for how you deal with your plans, and how you, how you deal, deal with life. Everything in life, and the uh, actually the what we want to address is what is your backup? What is your plan when your plan doesn't come to fruition? What are the tools that you keep next to you in case the tools that you're using don't work, don't function as you expected them to do? And how many of you are going, well, that happens every day? Yeah, it happens every day. And you got to have a backup plan. You know, there's got to be that plan B there and plan C sometimes too. You got to be thinking ahead because things don't always go as planned. Well, and the thing is that we've been to lectures top lectures that we paid big money to go to, and when the AV system doesn't work, the instructor stands there trying to figure it out and uses the entire allotted time whining and not being effective. And the thing is that when you are, you know, and, and our equestrians know this very well, when you have a plan and your plan is you're going to do six strides to the in and out and all of a sudden you're there in five, you don't go, oh, well, I, I have to stop now. You have to be flexible in the moment to have a new plan right on top of the old one so that you can immediately switch and stay effective. Same thing when you're in a ring with your agility dog. Same thing when you're on a search and rescue. And if you are out there in the world and you're treating as a practitioner, what if that animal doesn't respond the way you expected it to? Yeah. And, and a lot of this is a, a meant, there's a huge mental piece that goes along with this because you have to have flexibility. If you become frustrated, you become shut down. When you come shut down, you don't have plan B or you can't think of plan B. You have no other means of getting outside the box. So being flexible in how you observe a situation that's going on that has, seems to have some failure in it, how your approach to that makes all the difference. It's not matter, it doesn't matter what happens. It matters what you do about it. Well, we always said turn frustration to fascination. Yep. And sometimes the level of fascination is above and beyond what you ever could have imagined. And then the amount of excitement and your enthusiasm for your own ability to punt, <laughs> you know, when the situation calls for it is really absolutely incredible. And uh, we had this in the last two webinars we did, AV failure, what do you do? Switch, but if you're prepared, it makes switching so much easier. If, if you have a spare tire, it makes the flat tire a whole lot easier to deal with. And the ability for you to go, well, that doesn't go as planned. There must be something I can learn from this. And that attitude can change your life in a very positive way. Yeah. Because when we started to do this week, this past seminar, it's, it was on horses. And so Wendy's like, oh, I've got this. We don't have to 
do the whole, we don't have to do it live. And I said, no, I'm setting up for live in case something doesn't happen. Because something didn't happen. <laughs> technical stuff can go wrong in a second. So you have to be prepared for that. But other things can go wrong too. And how do you prepare yourself for that? Uh, and it's it's kind of exciting to go to have your what if scenario, and you don't want to obsess about it and have it you know twelve you know solutions deep. It's more a matter of what's your backup plan, no matter what you go into. You know, I mean, it starts with selecting schools, and if you don't get into number one, what's your backup? And can you not only be happy with your backup? But find the enthusiasm for the just the ability to have that plan, and maybe it worked out better. And in our case, it often works out better. Yeah. I mean, how often when we're going to work on a horse and I'll go, okay, well, we're going to address the right shoulder. And you walk up and the horse, I mean, points you to its left hind and says, I, I would really appreciate it if you start here. And if you're open, if you're not locked into plan A, plan B may be something that really illuminates a, a better life experience for you. Yeah. Sometimes plan B turns out to be your number one plan for the next time. In other it, words, well, why didn't I do that first? <laughs> well, and, and that's just what happened with us with the webinar series. And for those of you who are into it, live was better. Live had was way more enthusiastic. And even though I spent months putting together really super awesome videos, and I might whine about that a little bit, when <laughs> I was doing it live and talking with you, and it wasn't canned, and we can actually connect because things are happening in the moment, I've, I found that that is a better experience for this level of communication. So, and the same thing when we're, when we're treating um, the dog. And, you know, we come up there and it's, well, we're looking for him to be able to move his head better. And the dog literally screams when you touch its, its knee. And you go, well, you've noticed four compensations deep. Listen to what's really going around. And if I'm called out and, hey, could you please laser or tape this, this um, upper cervical issue? And the evaluation shows us that their primary concern for the animal is elsewhere. Backup plan becomes primary plan. Yeah. And, and backup plans, how many times have you had a client ask you, hey, if this doesn't work, what else can we do? And what do you do? You just stand there and go, oh, I don't know. You, it's nice to have that backup plan because then you can go, look, if this doesn't work, I wanted to try this. And you should always be thinking that one step ahead. You think that one step ahead, you don't get confused. You don't look like a jerk standing in front of someone going, I have no clue what to tell you. Unless you don't. And then you can just say, hey, I really don't know. And we're going to have to possibly bring someone else in, that's a whole other thing. But that is a plan that B. That is a plan. That's a plan B. And, you know, it's interesting because often people say, well, what do I do next? And the answer is typically it depends. It depends. Scenario A, this is what you do next. Scenario B, you do something else next. Scenario C. And if, if you're a, a patient or, or a client with a patient, the 
best thing to do is know that there's always something else you can do. And I, we, we talk about the difference between a diagnosis and a sentence. I wish most practitioners and most trainers would say, I can't help you, not you can't be helped. Yeah. The backup plan is sometimes a different technique, a different practitioner, a different trainer, because the synergy isn't there. So understanding that you don't always have to be everything to everybody. And, and you're not going to be. Just forget that. If you believe that, do you need more than our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, people expect you to be. And so it's really wonderfully enlightening, both as, a, as the advisor and the advisee to realize, and everyone in the competitive industries knows it takes a village. It absolutely takes a village. And the backup plan might be bringing someone else in your village to the forefront and stepping back. Yeah. And that's, that's is just as important as you being the lead treater. You know I mean? You've got to be able to, it's about the, it's about the animal. It's really not about you. Yeah. And for us, you know, it's, it's uh, fun when you can delegate certain pieces of, um, of observation and awareness. If I get a call saying, I noticed your horse is doing this, I celebrate the fact that there's someone else who cares, that I am not always the one who has to make all of the decisions. And I celebrate the fact that there are people in my life who are trained well enough to ask first and then do an intervention, not say, hey, I did this, what do you think? Because Often some, a backup plan can be giving people instructions that if things are not going as you expected. And I mean, even for us, you know, someone says, well, what if when you're through with an adjustment and you tape and the tape, what happens if it stays on longer than you said? What happens if it starts to fall off? I, what happens like the cat? The cat loved the tape for six hours and then started to flip out about it. What's the advice that you give for backing up your care and your advice? You know, and uh, that is true no matter where you are in life. Yeah, and very, very important to have those, uh, have those things thought out in advance so you can give that client or the person you're working with some ideas. So when they go home and you don't want them calling you every 20 minutes, you have to give them some advice, some things to do, and some things to watch so that their awareness is better too. Because when their awareness picks up, then they can see what's going on because they're the ones you're relying on to give you information about what's going on with that animal. You know, and for me, if you have a plan that you are working with your practitioner, if you are not the primary caretaker, you want to discuss the types of scenarios that are realistic. You know, I mean, I, if someone says, well, you know, what if this happens and the what if has a 0.01% chance of happening, I don't suggest you waste time with backup plans that are highly unlikely. You know, then, then perhaps winging it may be the best choice. If it is probable, over 50% chance that things will go more than one direction, you know, and, and that's true when you're doing exercises. 
well, what if it hurts when I do this? Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Listen to your body and find another way to do it without catastrophizing it and saying, oh, my God, this hurt. I'll never do anything again. Comes down to choices. You know, there's a million choices out there. You just got to be able to watch for them, look for them, and educate yourself. Go to seminars. Learn as much as you can because that's how you get more choices. That's how you get plan B. You get plan B, not from remembering what you used to know, but finding new stuff all the time and continuing to educate yourself. All those bags and all that bag of tools is useful if you have the education behind it. Well, and most of the time we find out we need tools when the thing we wanted to do didn't work and we scrambled and and had to find another way and had to ask for advice and had to reach out. And then, as Dave said, then that plan B may bop up to plan A. So, you know, it's celebrating when things don't go as planned if you choose to learn from it. And then that's the big thing is... Absolutely, your perspective at looking at everything is a learning opportunity. Yeah, and everything is an educational tool for yourself. It just teaches you more, and the more you learn, the more you know, the more you know, the more you can help others. And that's why we do what we do, and we love what we do. It's true. And the thing is, you also can learn from this that you don't want to do it. You know, sometimes your backup plan is find someone else to do it. I'm learning that right now at this very moment is that I do not wish to be my own technical person. And so any of you out there who would like to take over the um, publishing of the webinars series, have at it. I would love to add you to my team. Not because I can't. It's just not my favorite thing to do. And it's easier to be good at something when you love to do it. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And there's some things you just shouldn't fill your brain with. I agree. It's just not necessary. I absolutely agree. Leave that space for other things. And so (laughs) that the point here, and the reason we really wanted to talk with you about this today is that if you only have one way, and it's you know the my way or the highway, well, you're going to find yourself on the highway too, too often by yourself. And if you have the ability to imagine, and, and I don't mean thinking, oh, what could go wrong or what could go wrong, but what if this plan isn't ideal? What could make it better? What could be my option if... When I apply this technique, it doesn't work. And, and in chiropractic, that happens. I mean, what if adjusting this way doesn't get me the results that I want? That's how we ended up discovering adjunctive care. That's how we ended up working with PEMF and laser and acupuncturists to bring in what works best for the situation. If everything worked perfectly the way you do it, that's awesome. That's awesome. It's not my experience of life. Yeah. We don't find one square, one formula fits for every, every case. Just doesn't work that way. So remain flexible because that's the key. Flexibility in your attitude, flexibility in your life makes a huge difference on coming up with new choices. Absolutely. And so as you walk out of your... Wherever your space is right now, and you look towards what you want to accomplish, have in the back of your mind, there's many, many paths to 
the, the place that you're heading. There's many, many choices in how to get there. So choose wisely and then make another choice if it's appropriate. Have an awesome day. This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. This is Dr. Wendy Corin, and this has been an Equiline podcast.